0: When I was in school, my grades were nothing to be talked about because I had to, do, I had to learn how to scuba dive. That's how low my grades were. Uh, and then when I got into college, I had to learn how to study, develop studying skills. And then in seminary, it even got more serious. But I remember when the um, exa- final exam week would begin, a seminarian would always tell me, always tell me, Philip, this too will pass. <laughs> and, and I want to talk about that. This too will pass, what we are facing. John Paul II in 1976 spoke about the reality of, the, of this, probably the fr- a final confrontation that the world was headed for. And he spoke about the battle between the church and the anti-church, the pope and the anti-pope, And Christ and the Antichrist. And that's what we're involved with now. We are in this final confrontation. Now the first letter from Saint John speaks of he's saying to the to to where he's writing to those, it's the last hour. And as you have heard the Antichrist is coming. So many Antichrists have come and we are living in a time where there are many antichrists that are up on um, purposely opposing anything that is divine god's will holy human life etc 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 but we are and you are and i am on the winning team this, too, will pass, as I was told. And it will pass. I think we begin to and in Spanish, in my country, we have a saying, when we trip over things, over small things, we tripped over a little twig. We need to be careful not to trip over everything, every blurb that happens over here about, because we can lose sight of the big picture. That Jesus Christ is still Lord. That he won and is winning. And he wants to give us, like the gospel said, grace upon grace. Peace upon peace. Joy upon joy. One of the signs, and I notice interiorly, when I'm beginning to trip over a twig. Because compared to God, all this is really a twig. And I'm not making light of the tragedy of the state of affairs, please. Or making or laughing at it. But when I've lost my peace and my joy, and I know God's given me a real gift of joy. In general, I live not with an earthly joy, it's a heavenly joy. And I'm aware of that great gift of the Holy Spirit. But when I've, lo- when I've lost sight of it because I'm tripping over a little twig, so to speak, and it's usually about something happening in the world or the church I have to back away and say, and start praising God for the, his fidelity and how he is faithful and will be faithful. When I get back to praising God, and this is in line with Philippians 4 4 to 9, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And then Paul will give a, a little selection of things we need to focus on things that are true, things that deserve honor, glory, and praise. I find, as I talk to people, often people fall into those slumps, tripping over little twigs, because they spend too much time in social media, too much time on their phones. And when I ask them, how much time do you spend in silence? Because those things that I just mentioned create noise. If we find a lot of noise in ourselves, we have basically... Opened up a crack in our soul and the enemy has attacked. So we need to be vigilant. So much of Advent was about keeping vigil of what is on our mind. What are we allowing to be our neighbor inside of us? So if it doesn't bring peace, joy, hope, the fruits of the Holy Spirit mentioned in Galatians chapter 5, 21 and 22, then beware. Because it's a trap of the devil. It's a trap of the devil. I can't tell you how little God has inspired me to not watch the news. I do not watch the news. If I do, it's very little now. Because it, it enters and it brings me to a darkness that is so present. So... That's a good question to ask ourselves. How much time am I spending in social media and all that stuff? And it brings me down. And have I lost my peace and my joy? Now, the gospel that speaks about the word, Jesus, el verbo eterno in Spanish, he has come into the world. But it isn't just a past event. Every day he's coming for you and for me. Every day, he is so close to us. And if we remain in that peace and the joy, we will be sensitive to his footprints, to his constant arrivals. And it doesn't take much more than just lifting our attention off whatever's taking away our peace and our joy and putting them on Jesus. It's asking our lady To move the axis, excuse me, uh, I'm saying it in, I'm trying to translate something from Spanish to in English, and I'm failing, okay? El eje in Spanish. I don't know the English translation, I apologize, okay? Changing the axis, does that make sense in in English? Are you doing that out of charity? Or, if you don't understand, there's no problem, okay? But what I'm saying is, whatever, it just, it's like a turning of our attention And and sometimes it's hard to get our attention off a situation because we've been caught up like in a cobweb. We have to ask Our Lady, walk me out of this, back to this. Do not let Mother Mary, do not let me lose my peace and joy, but ask them to give you a lot of peace and a lot of joy. Okay? Not a little bit, a lot, because with God... With heaven's work, it's always fullness of time. It's fullness, okay? God is not stingy, and he wants to tsunami us. Now, having said that about the the Lord coming from another world, from heaven, he's co-eternal with the Father. It's also important to remember that our true home is not this world. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11, it says, Beloved, I beseech you as aliens and exiles. We, the reality is this. This is the truth. And the Lord only presents the truth. The devil can only tempt us with illusion. The truth is, this is not our world. St. Paul will say we are citizens of heaven, Philippians 3.20. So the fact is, the truth and nothing but the truth, this is not home. As much as Louisiana cooking is good, okay? And you hope there's Louisiana food in heaven, which there probably is, okay? Guess what? Remind yourself that. Let's remind ourselves. We are not here at home. And the way I go home, I go and knock on the door of the tabernacle, and I'm before the blessed sacrament. Then suddenly I enter into another realm, Mass is another realm. It's another reality. And ask your angel to assist you with other angels to help you enter that realm. Because the fact is, you and I do not know how to get into that realm. But it's all around us. It's in front of us, behind us, below us. It is so close to us. So we need to ask our lady and our angels to help us get into that realm. And that is reality. That's why St. Paul will say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 17 and 18, we focus on what is unseen, not on what is seen. In other words, what my five senses are aware of. Because what is seen is transitory. It's here and it's gone. But what is unseen is reality. So the spiritual life is to grow in a capacity to be ever more sensitive to reality, which is unseen. We are already in heaven. The moment we begin mass, heaven has arrived, and we need to lose sight and break away from the devil and his little sticks that he puts to trip, that this is really reality, what's going on. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's ridiculous. And I'm not saying it's a joke, that it isn't sad, please. It's very sad. So, ask Our Lady, take me back to reality. Help me enter into that realm. And that is reality. Because it is God's will that you and I have a lot of joy, a lot of peace, and a lot of hope. But wherever I'm floundering in that, Mother Mary, take me back. Walk me back to Jesus, who is already victorious. In Jesus' name, amen.